Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Planted and Growing. I am Christina. And I am Grace. And welcome again. Um, Today we're discussing self-discipline and kind of correlates to a lot of the topics that we've talked about previously in different ways, self-confidence and mindfulness. Um, Anything that's a practice really is going to probably at some point you'll have to implement Mm self-discipline. And in regards to like unpacking the words, like I think it's discipline over your actions Mm -hmm. and it's not disciplining yourself. Exactly. Yeah. It's not like I'm a bad person. I'm going to put myself in the corner. (laughs) Not that kind of discipline. It's more just control over your actions and, um, thoughts to your mind yeah your mind I think that's a hard place to discipline and um my mom is literally yelling right now um (laughs) that's a difficult place to find oh um, oh my god I'm sorry about that had to take a little bit of a break to tell my mother to stop yelling um anyway we were talking about the mind and self-discipline and disciplining the mind and controlling the mind and I think it can kind of sound uh um what's the word I'm looking for like paradoxical almost because you can't necessarily control the thoughts that run through your mind but you can learn how to navigate them have awareness of them yeah so it's not really possible well it is possible but it takes a lot of years of meditation to silence your thoughts but that's not the ultimate goal of meditation. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So I, disciplining I, yourself with thoughts and like the things that you think about, especially like self-deprecating and negative thoughts and making sure that you can um, separate yourself from them. Mm-hmm. Even if you can't quiet them, at least understand that that's not necessarily you talking. Right. On top of that, too, with having more discipline of, like, or awareness of negative thoughts is that I think that when you have the awareness of a negative thought, you can start to unpack the fact that if you keep on going in that direction, you're not going to be working on your self-discipline to have progress in your life. You'll be going the opposite direction. So... I think it's good to always like speak kindly to yourself and that's like that takes practice as well mm-hmm. yeah even just countering negative thoughts with positive ones and understanding that like a lot of the like a lot of the mean thoughts that we think about ourselves are ego-based and they're not necessarily true to what we believe about ourselves but then after so long when they become repetitive then we start to believe them Mm -hmm. especially when people like back them up by like the way that they treat you but I mean everything is a reflection and if you're going to talk shit about yourself and hate yourself and talk about all the time then other people are going to realize that and they're either going to be um like unattracted by it and an off put or they'll take advantage of that and be like well Mm -hmm. if this person feels like this about themselves then obviously they don't care about who's in their life so Like, they don't really know what my intentions are. Just, like, taking advantage of them in general. Mm -hmm. Um, Some things I wrote down about um, self-discipline is the biggest thing for me personally is finding that I meet myself with resistance a lot. Um, 
which is something that I've always struggled with. Just like, for example, when I come up with an idea of something that I want to do, or I don't know, mo- that's mostly it. Specifically going to the gym, mm-hmm. um, I'll just not do it. And I'll like find a million reasons to not do it. And mm-hmm. then in turn, I feel bad about myself because I didn't do the thing that I told myself I should and that I genuinely wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just getting there is the hardest part. And then Mm -hmm. once you're there, you're not going to turn around and go home because you just drove there. So um, I watched a video recently about um, it was called like why we don't do things the moment we think of them or something like that. Or like why we never finish the things we start. And it's all because of just resistance. And we put up like a wall in between ourselves almost Mm -hmm. between the things we want to do. And we feel like it's unreachable. But in reality, we can literally do anything we want, and mm-hmm. we have to push those, um, push that wall down, and break through the resistance. And the moment you think about wanting to do something, if the time is right, then just do it. Mm-hmm. Like, ev- like recently, I've been going to the gym more avidly because the moment I think about wanting to go to the gym, I get up and I get dressed and I go to the gym instead of being like, oh, I'll just go later because I know that I won't. I don't like going to the gym later anymore. I prefer going earlier. Um, because my schedule allows for it. So um, I think that self-discipline and resistance go hand in hand in the fact of learning how to discipline yourself of when the thought arises about wanting to do the thing than just doing it instead of you know, sitting around and com- coming up with reasons and excuses not to or whatever it may be. So... <laughs> Just do it. Just do it. Nike's uh, right on that one. <laughs> um, something that I thought of when you were saying that in regards to having resistance to, like, to going to the gym specifically, I think something that helps me and for other parts in my life that I think of my future self. So it's me leaving the gym and grateful that I did it. Mm-hmm. And, you know... And maybe in turn, my future self, because I went to the gym, I'll have a better day because my endorphins were higher. My brain will feel more clear. Um, I'll have maybe better food choices because I was happy with my choice to move my body and make myself feel good. So yeah. You want to replenish yourself and reward yourself with good food because you feel good, so you don't want to ruin the streak. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but also on the good food topic, like you should be fueling your body with food that is giving you energy that will help you work on your self-discipline. I think if you're depleting your energy with what you're putting in your body, then self-discipline is just going to not be as present maybe because you your energy is being focused on other things. Um, having self-discipline is like having the opportunity to work on something consistently and it's gonna I mean and it'll just take practice yeah it comes in so many different like shapes and sizes um like self-discipline in accordance to the gym since that's what we're talking about can be like maybe not getting there or maybe getting there isn't the hardest part but it's staying there for at least an hour you know Mm -hmm. and like pushing through the hard workouts and doing 10 full reps on every set you know I think that's so that's so difficult sometimes because you're like yeah I'm here but like I don't know I'm not feeling it and I just think that doing it is better than not yeah definitely I think like I think self-discipline actually can 
you can get that from outside sources too in regards to like having someone be accountable for something accountability yeah and that's <laughs> what we're doing here with the podcast like I, both of us have the desire to create a podcast, and we're making each other accountable to do it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but also being, you know, like not hard on ourselves if a day comes up where it just doesn't work out, or if we're not feeling it. Yeah, but we, I think we both enjoy the <coughs> consistency of doing it, and yes, definitely, it's definitely bringing a lot of joy. Um, but maybe without, maybe like living in fear of, you know, I want a podcast, but. Or I want to create and share with people, but I have this fear of sharing, and so I'm not going to do it. And so you just have to keep on, like, chipping away at fear to Mm -hmm. build your self. (laughs) I was going to say confidence, but either way. (laughs) Yeah. No, definitely. Fear is usually the thing that holds us back the most, even Mm -hmm. if we're not aware that we're being fearful of something. It's usually the one that is going to hold us back from... Most things that we want to do in life, usually it's like a fear of inadequacy or like a fear of just not doing the thing right, which there's no right and wrong way to do something, especially something that you enjoy, just doing it just to do it and just to say that you did and that you had fun with it and that you enjoyed it. And yeah, we may not have more than 50 plays on a single episode yet, but that doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It's because it's, we're doing it because we have an intention behind it and we want to do it. And I think that looking back from where we were um <clears throat> sorry where we were starting to where we are at now it's really cool because it's like not hard no and I don't know why we ever I mean personally I was like how are we going to do this like what how does it even start it's like you need a mic and a computer that's it that's all you need right. and then the rest is kind of just laid out for you especially using anchor it just distributes yeah. it by itself so that's mm-hmm. all you have to do is record the thing and then post it right so it's been a lot easier than I expected it to be and that's another thing is ridding of expectations and disciplining yourself to not think of how something's going to turn out because you there's no way to know. No way to know. You just have to put your best foot forward and let the universe kind of handle the rest. And if your intention is good and if you put the work in, then it will it will lay out it will lay itself out for you. It just mm-hmm. takes a little bit of time depending on the thing. Yeah. But for example, like I feel like maybe by like our 50th episode, we'll have like a little bit of a cool following, like a good following, and you know we'll be more avid on social media and just like you know, it'll like, flow yeah yeah you just have to keep on you have to keep on laying down the bricks to build the wall definitely so it's just a matter of just starting setting the intention and well honestly just stepping into the fear if if, if it's something that's making you scared it's probably a good thing mm-hmm. and you need to have the reckon you need to recognize that or you have yeah just having the awareness of like this is freaking me out maybe it maybe a lot of growth can come from yeah this. definitely what's the quote it's like your life is on the other side of fear or mm-hmm. something like that mm-hmm. it's very true um in this day and age of social media and having like an online presence and people observing a lot of people I feel like this ideal of having to have perfectionism <laughs> like being perfect is just mm-hmm. something that people desire so greatly, but it's so unrealistic. That's what I wrote down too: was perfectionism mm-hmm. and how that will stop us from doing something because we are afraid that it won't turn out perfect. And um, I don't like saying that there's no such thing as perfect because I think that perfectionism and what we find perfect is like differs from person to person. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I do believe in like the imperfectly perfect type of thing. And so for me, like Same. I have like a perfect way of cleaning my room and to me it's perfect, but to somebody else, like, um, there's still dust on this shelf, you know? Mm. So, um, what looks immaculate to me may not be to someone else. And whether that's in regards to cleaning or living my life or doing a thing, but like I said earlier, as long as you're doing it for, you know, out of joy and because you love to do it, then who cares what other people think, you know? Right. Nothing needs to be perfect. And if it's perfect in your eyes, then that's all that matters. Yeah. My perfectly imperfect life. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's, well, there's just beauty in perfection. Or in imperfection. Beauty in imperfection, yeah. Yes. My friend um, just posted a story and it said, like, where are your flaws... Or something like that. Well, it was it was more it was cooler sounding. <laughs> <laughs> something about just owning your flaws and imperfections, like wear them like something. I don't remember and the word. And then you're just able to love yourself more. It's like there's things that I don't like about myself that I wish had more perfection, but it's like then that would be kind of boring. Yeah, spending the time thinking about that is just like deteriorating at your own happiness. Definitely. Anyway. A little off topic, but uh, <laughs> everything is in topic if, <laughs> if you make it. Um, I also wrote down procrastination, and mm. I think that was a huge, st- uh, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say was a thing that was prevalent in my life for a long time, but I would say still is. But I don't really have anything that I need to procrastinate on because I'm not in school anymore. Um, the things that I know that I need to get done, I, I kind of have been jumping on them more quicker than later usually recently. Um, but throughout high school and stuff, like procrastination was my forte. Like I would do essays the night before type shit, which is pretty common I feel like, but I always worked well under pressure like that. And I feel like I shot out a lot better quality stuff if I versus having three days to think about it because then you're thinking about it too hard mm. and then you're rewriting it and writing it over and over again. And I was like, I don't have time for that. So I know just, you like to be off the cuff. Yeah. So I like to do things when they're due. <laughs> It makes for better material. I think it's a Sagittarius thing. I think that I saw that as like a Sagittarius quirk, but who knows? That's pretty broad, very vague. So I think it could fall under multiple signs and just being a human. Yeah. Um, I have procrastination very much still in my life. Um, I think that like in my adult life, it's me like making a to-do list or you know, writing a video idea or a blog post idea, and it's sitting there for Mm. years. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I think that a good, I mean, honestly, you just have to be actionable. Like, you just, that's what you're saying. Like, you're not, you're not doing, you're not procrastinating because you are being actionable. And when you, when you kind of get yourself into the mindset to just, like, do it all the time, Mm -hmm. you can start building up the momentum to stay that way. If you're constantly procrastinating, then you might just constantly procrastinate. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, I don't know if this necessarily has to do with procrastination, but um, thinking back to the month over the summer where I had no social media, um, that surprisingly took a lot less self-discipline than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. It was so easy for me to not be on the internet, or I shouldn't say the internet as a whole, but specifically Instagram. Um, I don't really use Facebook too often, even then I don't even have it on my phone. I only have it on my 
iPad. So I was just basically using YouTube, but I was reading so much. And mm-hmm. now I find that it's it's gone out the door like slowly but surely like months like the month after that or the weeks after that I should say and then the month after I I got back on it just my usage became more and more and more um and now it's probably at I would say like an all-time high because I well today actually I got a job so yay but (laughs) because I haven't had one since I graduated it's just kind of increased and now that I'm like in a community online which is the plant community I'm constantly looking at cool things and like DIY hacks for plants and just like sustainable living options um just in general like those pages and zero waste pages and so it's like the information that I'm consuming is beneficial and I like it but that doesn't mean that I feel good about being on my phone so much and so I think that aspect lately has been one of the hardest things to self-discipline um to discipline myself in um so I would I want to say that I'm trying to find a way but to be honest I'm not and I think just owning up to that is a kind of a big step because a lot of people be like, well, like I'm working on it, but like I'm not like <laughs> there's, you know, I, I know that I need to take action and to limit my usage. And I think that obviously having a job now is going to help with that a lot because right. when I get home, I'm going to want to, I don't know, go, go exercise, go on a hike, eat mm-hmm. food. Like there's different things that are going to take up my day. Like this week I was definitely on it a lot less because I had three interviews and I worked at an event and I babysat. So I was doing this stuff all week for the first time in quite some time. So I was, my schedule was full. So I wasn't able to just be on my phone as often as I usually am. Well, for me in regards to self-discipline and regarding social media, I think some of the, the tools that I've been using, not necessarily implementing very well, but it might be helpful for you or anyone else um is like having the self-discipline to only go on it like for a specific amount of time maybe like at one specific time every day instead of like checking in constantly it's difficult it's I think what's challenging about Instagram now is that it has direct messaging and so oh yeah you just mm -hmm. get over there to just reply to a message and then all of a sudden you're scrolling all of a sudden you're scrolling down your feed you know all that yeah so yeah no I definitely have conversations yeah on Instagram um I don't have any of my notifications turned on for Instagram that helps me a lot so Mm -hmm. I'm not triggered to pick it up every time I see a notification yeah that's true um what, what else I only have the comments one on and like direct message because I sell a lot of things on Instagram yeah. and people, you know, contact me about like massage or my face mask. So that I think like that's necessary. But um, so it's a lot less than if I had like the likes on, which I don't know why people do that shit. Like it, there's like 80 notifications and that just stresses me out. Like why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I, just, I don't have that on either. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people do. But it's interesting. No, um, hate. no hate though. Maybe they don't have 80 notifications. Huh? What? <laughs> Maybe they don't have 80 likes. Maybe the people who have the likes are on and they only get like seven likes. Oh. So yeah. it wouldn't bother you. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, I did have like the, um, the ti- not timer, but like it was like, okay, oh, yeah, a limit. Oh, you've been on and on for an hour, yeah. Yeah. And then I, <laughs> I always went over the hour, so I just turned off the hour limit. And, for sure. Huh. Um, maybe another thing that... I do is <laughs> I sit, when I sit there and I'm like just watching people's stories or 
And, you know, I've, I follow, like, people who are content creators, and I'm like, I feel like I can be doing this and not be consuming it. So, like, I had right. written in my journal a few months ago, like, create, don't consume. Mm-hmm. And just to, you know, but so when you're recognizing something that you need to have self-discipline about, what can you pair that with? So right, I I see what you're coming. What you're mm-hmm. s- hello. What you're saying. <laughs> what you're coming from. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, for me, I'm like, okay, well, this is this this is something in me to trigger me where I'm like, I have you know all of this content on my to do list for so long, and I could be doing this, and so I need to have the self discipline to be doing that instead of just watching people live their lives. Yeah. <laughs> but like, there's a time like I. I consume content. I enjoy people and their content and watching your plants and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I just... I'm not saying, like, I just... I, I've seen a woman... Lauren Toyota from YouTube. She's a vegan YouTuber. Hot for Food is, like, her channel, and I highly recommend anyone who's interested in, like, vegan cooking and learning to, like, check out her resources and her recipes because she's, like, really resourceful. Anyway... She had mentioned in her on her YouTube channel that she doesn't really watch anybody else's YouTubes. And it's like, well, then you're not really YouTube videos. You're not really supporting your other content creators if you're not consuming their content. But at the same time, I can see the benefit in her living her life and living her truth. And then how Just it, sharing it. And then it comes out through her content mm-hmm. and that it's not being influenced by anyone else. That's very so true. That's also a motivating factor for me to just be on Instagram to interact with like my community and not necessarily having to dive into other people's especially where it's such an energy exchange on social media where I I don't even want to start scrolling because I don't want to engage into something that'll make me feel not all that great yeah yeah I mean I do have like content that is like easily digestible too like I'm doing the low waste stuff and like Mm -hmm. nice people like I've definitely have curated my feed to be a kind place but I don't feel good about myself it's like when I look back on my life I'm not going to look back and and see and I don't want to see myself just staring at a phone (laughs) yeah that's true and the thing that's like so odd about the the whole being on my phone and not wanting to is that I don't want to Mm -hmm. and I want to be doing other things and I want to be going outside and I want to be reading a book but it's just it's having to break those pattern and those those patterns and those cycles is one of the hardest parts of Mm self-discipline is realizing that at a certain point it becomes like an automatic action and it's not even it's a not a conscious one it's an unconscious action you're unconsciously doing these same things every day because when you wake up you pick up your phone and that's just what you do right. you don't even think twice about it mm-hmm. so um i don't know man i'll get there <laughs> yeah no definitely i think you will i and then another one is like people or i have like just deleted it off my phone and you have done that too sometimes people delete it off their phone on a daily basis and that's what i was kind of saying about the first one about just getting on it someone was saying on a podcast that i was listening to that she downloads the app consumes the content deletes the app and and the next time she wants to go on it she does it again yeah and so that's like that that like that's like a barrier or a wall where you have to like Oh, that was another thing that I heard um, when I was doing research for this is that say you are, you can set an alarm on your phone. You're like, okay, I'm going to go on Instagram right now. I'm going to play a video game. I'm going to do, I'm going to watch TV. Things that like don't necessarily like 
things that are like things that people want to do but yeah yeah exactly mm-hmm. unconscious consu- consumption yeah mm-hmm. so you set a timer and limit yourself on the amount of time you spend on it um and you can make the timer you make the timer the sound very loud mm-hmm. so that it triggers something like you, you like yeah. it'll make you draw back mm-hmm. and then you also can just put like the alarm on the other side of the room where you physically have to move and to turn it off yeah because you... if it's on your phone yeah <laughs> you're like <laughs> ignore it yeah. yeah so then you have like a couple of seconds for your brain to say like okay this it's is done it. yeah that's a good idea I know that works with alarms in general, like getting up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a pretty light sleeper, light sleeper, so I, I'll wake up no matter what. But yeah, that's, those all sound like really good ideas, and I'll definitely have to implement them. And like I said, I think naturally it'll just start to um, it'll start yeah, to totally. <laughs> you know take itself into its own hands once I start working. Um, and then I also wrote journey with veganism. Because I think that takes a huge amount of self-discipline. And when people are like, oh, yeah, like you can't have that. Or like, oh, offer me something. Oh, wait, sorry, you can't have that. I'm like, let me get something clear real quick. I can have whatever I want, but I choose not to. Because I don't want people thinking, I'm like, if I consume this thing, I'm going to die. Right. I know. Um, it's, it's, <laughs> an, it's a conscious action to not put the thing into your mouth. And I don't have them as frequently as as I used to, but I was dreaming about eating meat, like, because it's so easy just to pick it up and put it in your mouth, so I'd be, like, making, like, a chicken sandwich for, like, somebody else, and then I just, like, put a piece of chicken in my mouth, and then I realized what I did, I'm like, oh, shit! <laughs> Wait, so in your dream? Yeah, in my dreams. It happened, like, a few a few different times I had dreams, like, very similar to that, where I just, like, threw a piece of meat in my mouth. So do you think that you were um, conscious that it was a dream and you were like, oh, I can eat this and feel fine and then, or no? Not necessarily. No, I have no idea what the correlation to my real life was. (laughs) I don't know because I would never just accidentally eat a piece of meat. Like I would, you know, if I ever did, it would be an action that I chose to do, which I don't think I could ever see myself doing. Um, So, but I just thought that was funny. But um, yeah, the, the journey with veganism is a very big uh, self-discipline area and it takes so much trial and error and um, I was just watching a little bit of a documentary called Game Changers which is like about veganism and um, everyone basically was just saying like it's a journey and it's it's not just gonna it usually just doesn't happen overnight and um, just to kind of give yourself some slack and some room to make those um like those fallbacks and stuff like that and I have to burp I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) yeah I don't really know what else to say about that no for sure um you have to yeah give give yourself some grace and when you're developing new habits like if you're like I'm gonna go on a diet Mm -hmm. and you feel that you have messed up then you're gonna you know have just emotions about it that's not productive yeah so you need to have understanding that you will maybe partake in something that you don't necessarily want to do but then you are aware of it and can use your self-discipline to maybe not do that next time yeah if it's something that you don't want to do then don't do it Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah it sounds so simple (laughs) but when you're in the moment and you're trying to be vegan and someone brings you a giant breakfast burrito full of eggs Mm -hmm. you know 
Um, I just see like a lot of that on Instagram, especially with people who've talked to me directly about wanting to be vegan. And I, I have to just detach myself from the situation, but it's just like sometimes when they tell me like specific things, um, and then I see them consuming what they say that they don't want to anymore. And then I'm like, oh yeah, like I was the same way. Like, yes, for me, meat was, like, instant. Like, when I was done with it, I was done with it. And I haven't looked back and I haven't touched it since. Um, But even then, like, we talked about on last episode, like, just letting people do their own thing and the process that they're going through is all of their own. Mm -hmm. So it's not my place to step in and be like, hey, I thought you wanted to go vegan. Like, ew. You know, that's just a very, like, I feel like that's a very, like, what people think a typical vegan would do or say. Right just not true at all i'm happy to give people information and my input and my experience and then what they do with that is totally up to them right it's just a matter of living your life and doing what you want to do and if they're interested in partaking in this they are more than welcome to and you can help them if they need help Mm -hmm. or if they wanted everyone's just yeah on their own journey and you can't you can't quicken anyone to journey. Everyone is in control of their own self. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Definitely. Oh, something that I wrote down that can help with being actionable and, like, n- not procrastinating is this woman named Mel Robbins. Uh, she's on Instagram and YouTube, and she has a book. And she's... Uh, A person who's, like, completely transformed her life from where she was, like, hitting rock bottom. And she implemented this tool that uh, completely changed her life. So it's called the five-second rule. And Hey, I know that rule. It's when food falls on the floor and you eat it before five (laughs) seconds, right? (laughs) I think it's called the five-second rule. No, maybe it's not. But basically what it is is when you have an impulse to do something, you... You count, you count down. You don't count to five. You count from five down because it's supposed to emulate like a rocket taking off. <laughs> so it's five, four, three, two, one. And during those seconds, you are making an action towards doing whatever you felt impul- inclined to do. Mm-hmm. And when you, you know, just taking the, the first step is the hardest step. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. just like, so... I, I read her book. I don't even remember what it was called, but it was, and it, it was honestly an audio book on YouTube. So if you can find it, <laughs> um, but it's just, it was just really interesting to have that perspective. We're pretty big on procrastinating, and when I started implementing that, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna write it down. I'm gonna do it, mm-hmm. and like, I don't know, yeah, just taking that first step to doing it. I heard a. Uh that writing something down will increase your chances of doing it by like a huge percentage. I don't I believe that 100%. I don't remember the actual number, but I I've seen that and heard that many different places that writing it down will definitely increase the chances of just doing it. Mm-hmm. And I believe that. Yeah, I mean that's very true for me. Um, I didn't write down a to-do list per se, but I wrote down like what I had to do this week because mm-hmm. there was a lot of it and it just made me feel like better about the thing because I didn't have to worry about what time it was, where it was. I had the address, the place, right. you know, the time and everything written down. So just like I feel like for me also just physically writing something down helps me remember the thing a lot better. So whether it's like you know, that's just for anything though. in general. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's true. Yeah, versus like writing it in your phone, you know, because mm-hmm. you're like, where is it? <laughs> um, well, yeah. actually, yeah, no, writing. I've I've ran an actually I've ran into my old journals that, <laughs> like from high school and even like elementary school. And I was like, oh, dang, girl, you've been journaling your whole life. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I actually, I, get, I didn't give myself as much credit as I thought. Anyway, I've been journaling consistently, like really regularly, pretty much daily for like the last two years. Um, and it started from wanting to do a bullet journal. And a bullet journal is basically creating like your own journal slash agenda Um, And you just create the guidelines for it. So I started implementing that. And then I just started writing constantly. And it's it's 100% the truth that when you write something down, like it's more likely going to happen. When you write Mm -hmm. something down, you're more likely going to remember it. Mm -hmm. I feel like when you were saying, talking about writing down like the times and when you were going to do things, it just gives you more peace of mind that it's written down. You don't have to keep it in your head. Exactly. I hate that. Like I'm constantly just writing things down because I was like, I feel like I'm going to forget this immediately. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Um, And for work, I was writing a lot of my notes digitally, like just in a Google Doc. But then I started implementing just writing it onto paper and it's completely changed like my organization and there's just like a lot of freedom with writing too like now I'm just like doing arrows and yeah, just exactly. like free flowing yeah make it your own definitely mm-hmm. that sounds fun yeah so like journaling is really awesome it's just a really any and I mean I'm surprised I haven't mentioned it yet but just for self-discipline alone um just constantly reflecting on your life or writing about how what you want your life to be like mm-hmm. is like super helpful for self-discipline and just knowing what you want and unpacking it and just having these conversations with yourself Definitely. Um, to figure out what you want to do and looking back to see yeah. how you feel when you did a thing versus when you didn't mm-hmm. and just not even being hard on yourself about it but just stating it as facts Mm -hmm. so it gives you more incentive to do the thing that you passed up on Mm -hmm. whether that's going out with friends working out eating better whatever it may be Mm -hmm. it's never too late to start over or to start fresh (laughs) we don't have to wait till new year's to have a resolution or a goal it can be whenever we just have to put it into the atmosphere and take the steps yeah definitely and it will happen it's not obviously you can't just like sit back and if it's going to the gym you can't just sit back and be like universe take me to the gym <laughs> you got to go to the gym right you know and if you don't know where to start get a friend who goes to the gym get a personal trainer watch youtube videos um i just feel like the gym specifically is something that i touch on frequently in this episode because it's the place where i find that i need the most self-discipline mm-hmm. um exercise in general i suppose i should say so uh just know that you're not alone and if you need me to kick your butt to go to the gym, just hit me up and I'll text you to go to the gym. Accountability buddy. Account- <laughs> accountability buddy. Okay. I was like, I don't remember what you said. Um, man, I had something I wanted to say, but I can't remember what it was. You? No. No? No. I am tired <laughs> and it's been a long week. And oh. I have to... Do you remember? Yeah. Okay, go. I'm so happy that I did. Because I was like, what was I just talking about? I was talking about journaling. So in regards to bullet journaling, they have this uh, part in your journal where you can have a habit tracker. And so I also started implementing that, and that has helped me with self-discipline. Is like you 
write out your habits, you write out the days, and you just check off when you accomplished the habit. And so... So good habits, I assume? Yes. Being on my phone for three hours a day, check. Yeah, so like (laughs) meditation, journaling, um, that audio note thing that I mentioned in a previous episode, I talk to myself. (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't? Yeah. The only difference is that you record it. Yeah, I record it and then I listen back to it and then I just like reflect and I'm like, I just rant to myself or I... tell myself I'm awesome so (laughs) cute yeah so I make like an inside I've greatly enjoyed that so then I put it on my habit tracker to just keep on doing it like that's the thing is like I've like I've developed other habits like it hasn't been the same habit tracker this entire time yeah some things are more important to me at different times definitely what was that app that I told you about where it was a habit tracker and you had to start off with like drinking water every day when you woke up and then you and you mark it off and then you got to build more habits and more mm-hmm. habits and then you could build like an entire agenda for yourself. Yeah, if we think about it, we'll put it linked, I think. Yeah, it, it was a great app and I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm not sure why I got rid of it, probably because I felt like I was being attacked. <laughs> um, also... I think because at that point I was being really good with my habits, so I didn't really, I felt like I didn't need it. But then look at where we are now. Um, and also, I paid for like a full like year subscription on accident or something, so I like got my money back. I don't remember exactly, but I think what I didn't like about that oh, wait, I think it was a different app. The notification went up and it wouldn't go away, but I think that was a different app. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if it was that one. <laughs> um, we will link. <laughs> the app yeah we'll find the name i promise but yeah so we greatly enjoyed speaking with y'all and i hope you enjoyed this episode get up and do the thing if there's something that you feel like you want to do today just do it just count down from five the only person that's stopping you is yourself and yeah just count down from five (laughs) (laughs) all right everybody have a great rest of your day night morning weekend whatever it may be and we will see you next time